what do I define about blowing up? You know what I'm saying? Like feeling better, living better, better location. What he failed to tell you was when you're on my time, I can reclaim it. I, and he left that out, so I'm reclaiming my time. Please, please respond. Are you ready? Who are you rooting for tonight? I'm rooting for um, everybody's life. Betting on black tonight. I'm sorry for the realness. Hey everyone, it's Whitney from WhitneyDanielle.com and NetworkAndSpill.com. And this episode, y'all, I'm going to be honest, I was really close to making this a bonus episode. I was like, damn, do I need to release this to the public or should this stay in my membership? Like where, what? And I went back and forth on it for a while. But you know what? I decided to make it public and to leave some of my other juicy, hot topic episodes over on the Patreon. So if you want to be a part of that, I really recommend just checking it out, right? Because the the bonus episodes are fucking fire and they're just going to keep getting better. Let's just be real. They're just going to keep getting better. And a lot of y'all like the solo stuff. So the link is in the bio or in the show notes here. It's in my IG bio. You can find it lots of places, right? But know that this was, I was on the fence. And here's why, because I wanted to speak to solopreneurs who are single, uh, mainly because, you know, February, it's Valentine's Day month, blah, blah, blah. We're around all these people who pretend to be in loving relationships. And it's just really, it can be frustrating. And, you know, being a solopreneur can be lonely. So I wanted to give a whole episode to speaking to single people, single people who have side hustles, who may have a full-time job, who are balancing so much and really don't always have the bandwidth to date or even the luxury to deal with another person on that level. So I want to give you all some things that have worked for me and hopefully, you know, one or a few or a combination of a few will help you as a single person, because here's what I don't want. I don't want two things. I don't want you to one, feel like because you're an entrepreneur, like you have to put your love life and your relationships and even your friendships like on the back burner. And two, I don't want you to feel like this feeling that you're missing out on so much and that, you know, life is just going to pass you by if you're, if you're focused for a little while on making yourself known in your industry. I want, I, I don't want both. I want you to understand that you can absolutely take a pause from dating to focus on building your shit together, whatever that may look like, you know, and you can also go out there and date and make the time and make the space or it's really about what you want. So I want that to be very clear. You are in control. You have the power because at the end of the day, this is your life. And at the beginning of the day too, it's your life and you get to call the shots. If you want to build your business while working a full-time job and you want to date, you can do that shit. Will it be a little difficult? Maybe sometimes, but here's the thing. If we put energy towards watching shit on Netflix, on going to the gym, on going to happy hours and brunch, on celebrating stuff with people, you know, it's like we typically have time right? To engage in things that we want, if we really want them bad enough. So you have to, you have to know you and you have to know where your priorities are. Now let's talk about you knowing you. This is important. Okay. Because you have to be okay being by yourself. And a lot of people aren't. And a lot of people really have no desire to be okay being by themselves. And that's where we have a lot of problems right now. Society tells us we need to be coupled we need to have found our person, the one, our, our knight in shining armor, right? Our 
Tinderella, whatever you want to call it, right? We are taught that we need to be coupled, especially as we get older. Like, oh my God, why are you not in a couple? Now, what's really interesting is that there tends to be a time where society pushes us to be in relationships and then like everybody gets divorced because the divorce rates are pretty shitty. So it's like, you're most likely going to end up by yourself at some point anyway. And not everybody who gets divorced ends up back into a relationship, right? Just statistically not, I don't know what the numbers are, but like at some point it's kind of okay, you know, to just not be in a relationship anymore. And you can really truly make whatever works for you completely okay. So maybe that means you're dating for now and you know, you're playing it by ear because that's what you want. Or maybe that means you're not dating right now because you have a funnel to build, a website to create, people to hire, products to sell, things to put together, and you're trying to build a legacy. And you are okay with finding your person on the way as you go, when the time is right. And then there's a lot of us who, you know, we'll kind of leave it up to chance or to God or to your higher power. And we'll say, you know what, if it's meant for me, it will be. I'm going to trust and have faith that I'm going to meet this person and they're going to meet me. And we're going to ride off into the fucking sunset and live happily ever after. Right. There's some people who believe that. And I honestly recommend definitely doing that. Right. Because you can only put so much pressure on yourself to find the right person. At some point you have to either believe in fate or just believe period that it's going to happen. If it's supposed to happen, you just do just like with your business, you're going to try things out in your business and some shit's going to land and some isn't. And that's what dating is like. It just is. You meet people and then sometimes you're like, no, he seems cool or she seems cool or, you know, they seem interesting. And then you date and you go out and you get to know them and you're like, you know what? I don't like this or whatever reason, right? You want to stop talking to this person and you're going to go through that over and over and over. Just like in your business, you're going to try something that's just either going to stick to the wall and it's going to make a profit or it's going to get followers or it's going to get notoriety and it's going to get traction or it's not. You have to look at those insights, those numbers, right? And kind of be insightful. See what I did there? Mm-hmm. You have to be insightful and be able to keep yourself organized enough to be able, if you're going to commit to being in a relationship or dating and even entertaining that, to make sure you have your shit together on a foundational level. You have to know who you are. You have to know where you're going and you have to know why you're going there. And you do need to have your schedule together. And that's what I spend so much of my time in my coaching business working on. Because if you have a nine to five and you're working on your business, there may not be a lot of time at all. So a lot of people feel like the main reason they're single is because they have goals and ambition. That's what people feel. And so my thing is, okay, well, regardless of whether you want to get together with somebody or not, or whether your goal is to procreate with somebody or not, or you just want a fucking partner because you hate being by yourself, whatever, I want you to, at least from a foundational standpoint, have that peace, that peace of mind, knowing that you've got control over your program, your day-to-day life, your, your business, like you have control. I do want you to feel that. And if you don't, please, please reach out to me. This wasn't necessarily a pitch. I just am offering. Now, when it comes to the pro tips, these are some things that I've learned about myself. And then I've learned along the way as a single solopreneur that I wanted to give to you. Um, The first thing I want to say is I do think you need to know yourself really well. If you don't know yourself, you need to work on that. There's a lot of personal development shit out there, lots of books, lots of programs. If you do not love yourself, what does RuPaul say? How in the hell are you going to expect someone to love you, right? It's, It's very difficult to expect someone to love you when you don't love yourself. I mean, people do it, but it doesn't always elicit the right 
response. So you do have to love yourself. It's very important that you care about you and you prioritize you, that you're putting your face mask, whatever the hell thing on the airplane on first oxygen mask. There we go. Okay. So that's kind of like a long number one, but that's, you need to know you need, you need to love you. It's a part one, part two, right? Once you have that under control, you have to be okay with being alone because even if you're not single, there's a chance you might become single and you need to be okay with being with just you, right? Being a serial monogamist, as they call them, is not all that it's people make it out to be. It really isn't. It's not, it's not really a good look. I know people are like, oh, you're always in a relationship. No, you should always be in a relationship with you and then, you know, entertain people as they come. But like, yeah, somebody who's constantly with other people, typically in my experience, I've seen, they don't always like being with themselves or they don't know how to be with just themselves. You have to know that as a solopreneur, it is your job literally to make sure that you're running your business. You are the main person that's running this business. If you're not there, what happens? You have to be okay with running it by yourself for right now. Now, if you decide later that you're going to outsource and you're going to hire folks and you're going to do this and you're going to expand, you're going to get a team, you're going to get a co-pilot of some sort, whatever, that's cool. But from a foundational level, a lot of us start solo at first and you have to be okay with that. You've chosen that route. You have to be okay with it. And that's kind of the first part. The next thing I want you to think about as a pro tip is if you're going to date, make sure you have your schedule on lock and you can really commit to giving to someone what you require in return. Okay. And so knowing what your love language is, is very important here. If you know that gift giving or that quality time or the acts of service are your jam, then you need to be able to give to someone else, regardless of what their, what their personal preference and their love language is. Because, you know, they say a lot of straight men are physical touch. I don't know about any other category. I just know about straight men. And a lot of like straight women are words of affirmation. So, and I say they, I'm just talking about the book, the book that I read. And I can put that in the show notes, the five love languages. Can't remember the guy's name. So when you look at who you're maybe going to attract, you don't know what their love language is going to be, but you need to make time for it. Having said that, if you know that your calendar is absolutely insane, if you know that you're going to be traveling all over the world, all over the country, if you know that you're going to have things going on where you can't really devote time to going out with somebody on a weekly or semi-weekly basis, or, you know, texting and calling them or FaceTiming them or going to hang out with them, like that's not really in your bandwidth, then you need to not right now. Okay. Know thy schedule, know thy limits, and you need to have boundaries. That's kind of the backside of that, that pro tip. Okay. You got to have boundaries. When you have your boundaries, you can communicate to your person and say, look, this is my schedule. And maybe that means you share your schedule with them or you give them a heads up that day when you speak in the morning, or, you know, you let them know your travel itinerary ahead of time. And maybe you can invite them, but like, you need to have boundaries on when you're going to be available and when you're not. And you have to be able to clearly communicate that. No one can read your mind. And I get that we're all busy, but we can't let that be an excuse as to why we're not communicating properly. Not in 2022 when it's so fucking easy to send a text. I can literally talk to my watch like a weird secret agent and send a fucking message. Like we all have to use the bathroom. We all have to eat food. In those times, you can do the two second message, right? Or the or even if it's just a voice note, I send a lot of voice notes in between meetings to my people so that I know that they I, I'm reaching out to them and they know that like, that's my boundary. 
I'll have people I've sent audio messages to and they want to call. I'm like, no, honey, I sent you a voicemail on purpose because that's my boundary. I can't talk on the phone. What I, what I like to do is I like to get my message to you so that you know what's up and then I'll follow up. Everything that you need to know is in the audio note and I will get back to you based on whatever I said in there. That's my boundary because I probably have a call in a few minutes or I'm walking the dog and this is my only like free time and I'll get back to you whenever I said that I would. And being able to communicate your boundaries is important and I've had to do that. And I have people who are like, you're the only one who sends me audio notes. Yeah, I fucking love them. You don't like talking on the phone. So I respect your boundary of not liking to talk on the phone. So I'll send you a quick audio note. Now we don't have to talk on the phone, right? You just listen to what the fuck I said and we move on. Now you don't have to choose to respond back to me with an audio note. You can respond however you want. Just know that that's my preference. Communicating your boundaries, very, very important. Hey, so you know how Oprah has her list of favorite things that she does each year? Well, if I were to do my own, my Silk and Sandra planner would 1000% be at the very top of this list. So this planner has helped me with my personal life and with my business, just keeping myself organized, tracking things. I can track everything in this planner. I'm talking my food intake. I can track my mood. I can track my sleep. I can track my day to day. This thing has saved me from a million sticky notes everywhere with like the same stuff on them. I can track each day independently, work on my focus, work on my intention, gratitude list. I can track my daily habits. I can even start new ones and track them. There's an app now. There's a Facebook group. I mean, this planner is epic. It's a monthly subscription service, which means every month my mailbox is blessed with a brand new month with a brand new theme and motif and design and focus. And I just love it. This is the closest to a a planner that like I can possibly get. That's just like one that I would make for myself, like from scratch, hands down the closest I have ever found. So if you are interested, I have a promo code. You can get 10 bucks off your first order. Super, super simple. The link is in the show notes, as well as in my Instagram bio over at Whitney Danielle co underscore. If you have questions, let me know. I'm sure I'll do a whole episode or a YouTube series on this because I love it that much. But anyway, just wanted to tell you about that. Back to the episode. Now let's talk a little bit more about balance. Okay. So my pro tip around balancing the work stuff and the play stuff and the play stuff as in the relationship stuff and the dating stuff too, is making sure that you're really committed to it. I think a lot of us are open because we feel like that pressure, that societal pressure, or just maybe a biological clock pressure that I was talking about earlier. A lot of us feel pressure to do something that we don't want to do. If you don't want to do it, don't do it. Don't feel pressure to date. Okay. If you're going to date, especially when you're busy, when you have multiple things, please do it only if you want to, you're going to be way more successful when you do it with your whole ass versus just half of it. Okay. I'm saying that from experience. Don't be half in half out. Now you can peruse if you just want to be nosy and see what's on the dating apps, see who's on there, get a little peek, see for who's in your city, right? If you want to. Maybe you need a little convincing to put your toe out there because your girlfriends have been struggling. I don't know. Okay, but I'm just saying if you're going to actually do it and like message people and like match with people, please commit to actually doing it. Don't just waste your time scrolling. You could be doing something else. Either commit to dating and doing that as a single solopreneur or don't because you could be using that time doing something else. That's a personal pro tip. Okay, and I know it may sound a bit extra, but that's just where I'm at. You could be using that extra time instead of swiping left and right aimlessly for no reason doing something else. Don't waste somebody else's time pretending that you're available when you're not. 
It's not cool. Now, my next pro tip is to make sure you have a way to stay focused. You need to have an anchor into your business to make sure that you have something to come back to. So you're going to be with people. And this is something I struggled with a lot. My emotions would go awry. I would meet somebody and like, it would be a whirlwind and everything was great. And then like, we would disagree on something or they wouldn't communicate the way that I wanted them to, or we would not be able to hang out for some weird reason. And Or we would just, you know, have a snuff. I don't know. Have a snuff. What's a snuff? Have a snafu or something. Like we just butt heads and I would get in my feelings, right? And that would distract me and keep me from my focus, which is my business and myself. They're both extended to each other at this point, because if that's my mission, if that's what I'm out here to do, and that's part of my purpose or what I feel is my mission on this planet, then if you're going to distract me and keep me emotion, it's not, I'm not saying you as in like this person, you're blaming them. But if that person being in your sphere is fucking with your coins or your mission, you, you yourself are in control to change that. And you have to be able to be anchored enough to know when you're going too far out into sea, when you're getting too close to the dock where you're going to hit something and, and, and cause damage that's going to cost you maybe mentally, maybe physically, maybe with dollars. I don't know. You have to be aware. You have to be very like self-aware and you have to be focused. So anchor yourself. What is your anchor? Anchoring yourself in your why, anchoring yourself in your mission, knowing what you're supposed to be doing and you could show up, right? It's crazy. We see these actors and actresses on these TV shows and it's wild. I was thinking about this while I was watching This Is Us or one of the shows recently. And I'm like, Actually, no, on This Is Us, actually, there was an episode. This is a spoiler alert. Not really. Yeah, I'll make it not a spoiler alert. So the the guy, one of the guys on the show was having some issues at home and he had to play a role where he was doing something that was kind of triggering some feelings that he was having at home. But as a professional, you have to be able to keep shit separate. And I always commend actors and actresses who can show up to their their jobs, even though there are things happening around them. Like it's crazy to me how they're able to do that. I think it's so interesting, but as solopreneurs, as you know, corporate workers of some sort, you have to show up as well. And you don't always get a chance to cry. If you want to, you don't, there's a time and a place. My mom used to always say this. There is a time and a place. She still says it. There is a time and there is a place. You can't bring your emotional baggage and the drama of all that into your business. I have done it. It's not cute and it doesn't feel good. So my pro tip for you is if you're going to engage in some kind of romantic whatevers with whomever you're talking to, keep that shit as separate as you can. Now, if there's a lesson that you've learned, if there's something that relates to your business, if there's something that even inspires you in a good way in your business, then yeah, sure, sure. Share and and spread that awareness and tell that people into your life a little bit, whatever you want to do, but like try your best to anchor yourself into what you are doing for you and do not let, do not let somebody else come in and eclipse what it is that you've set out to do for yourself. I beg of you. I beg of you because the right person I feel won't, would never eclipse themselves and wouldn't allow you to let them eclipse whatever it is that you're doing in the world. In my opinion, the ones who really care are going to be there supporting you. are going to help you focus. And you may need to communicate that. Look, in the past, I've gotten caught up 
in the rapture of things and I need to make sure that I stay anchored in what I'm doing. These are my goals. You should be able to share your goals with the people that you're dating. And if you can't, then you don't need to be dating. If you know that you're, you're going to get too emotional, too invested, too up and down, you won't be able to control how you react to things, then you need to go back to some of the other pro tips I mentioned. Getting to know you better, working on yourself, working on your emotions, working on your reactions, maybe getting and working with a therapist to, to channel that, to give you a different point of view so that you can spend your, your time, your good energy during the day on your business. Remember to anchor, remember to focus and be self-aware. Now, if you decide to date in the future, know that you've got lots of options and that it is possible for you to date. I feel like a lot of solopreneurs don't think that they can even touch dating with a 10 foot pole because they're so bulldozing, right? They're just blowing through, you know, just I'm, I'm literally picturing a train just like barreling down the tracks and they're literally like just chug it, chug it, just super fast going down this track towards whatever the hell they're going towards in the dark and they're just full steam ahead. And I get that. I really, really do. I commend it. It's important. Okay. But for me, I have always believed that if I really want something, I should be able to have it. And just like you can have a nice car and a nice house and a nice puppy and a nice watch at the same time, you can have a great successful business and a corporate gig and a great relationship if you want to. I've seen people with that. It's not impossible, but I think a lot of people think that it's not. So they avoid it. Please don't do that. Please don't do that out of fear. Please don't do that out of fear. That'll be my last point for now is please do not, not date because of fear and keep yourself single because you feel like you have no other choice, that you have to be in a relationship with your business and your business only. Life is too fucking short. I don't care what your mission is. I don't. I don't care what your mission is. I don't think that your mission is more important than you and your livelihood. And I know a lot of people, especially people in the nonprofit sector are like, no, I feel like the general collective of people who suffer from blank or the people who are dealing with X, Y, and Z are more important than little old me. And I feel you, like I get that. But guess what? If you're not able to live your life while you're helping other people to the extent that you want to, you're not even giving your full self. You're not even pouring from a full cup, right? You're just not. You're pouring from like a half-filled cup or a cup that's a little, you know, those solo cups when like you squeeze the solo cup too hard and it like bends, like it's just a little bit funky looking. Like you're not, you're not your true self and you could be, you could be. So don't do your clients, your people that you're helping and that you're serving and to service by not being you. I don't think that you should have to wait. I bought my midlife crisis car when I was 20 something. I didn't give a shit. I was like, this is what I want. I'm going to get it. Everybody was like, well, Whitney, what if you procreate? What if you have children? Where are they going to go? I don't, I, that's not my ministry right now. I'm not, who, who, what? I think I was, was I single when I got the Z? I'm pretty sure I was single. It doesn't matter. I knew what I wanted and I got it and I was going to have that happiness. And I was in college at the time. And so, you know, I had to wait until I graduated. But let me tell you something. When the time was right, I got it. I made it happen. I was prepared. And that's what I'm saying. If you want a relationship, if you want a partner, you can plan for that to a degree. You can get yourself ready. And so that's what I like to do. 
And so here's what I'll say is my last one. I know I, I, I knew what this was going to be. That wasn't going to be my last one. So here's my last one. Constantly, constantly pour into yourself and love yourself so deeply that you are committed to your, your development, to your growth, to your happiness, to your fulfillment. Constantly pour it back into yourself. Feed you, tap into you, love on you, because I think that's what creates space for something really magical to happen, whether you're looking for it or not. That's the biggest pro tip. Like you taking the time, right? In between meetings, at night before you go to bed, working on yourself. And that could mean doing your workout so that you feel sexy. Maybe you don't feel sexy. I know a lot of us during the the pandemic have gained weight, lost weight, gained weight again. You know, it's up and down and we've got winter. So it's like people want, people want to feel good, right? We want to feel good the way we look and, and our clothes. Maybe that's something that's holding you back. Okay, cool. So work on that. If that's going to help you feel better, work on that shit. And maybe it's in between meetings or before bed, you're reading books that are going to teach you how other people are taking care of themselves and pouring into them. There's a book I've been reading called By Yourself, The Fucking Lilies. And it's a really interesting book about this girl trying like a million different things to like care for herself and love on herself. It's really interesting. I don't think I read a book like it. And it's, you know, every chapter is different. And she tries all these different things, running, um, spa days, buying herself the fucking lilies when she goes to the farmer's market, like talking to people, sending thank you notes. Like she has so many things she does. Check out the book. I'll put it in the show notes. But for me, taking the time to work on Whitney and to pour into me and figure out what the hell I like has been crucial as a single person because now I can communicate better. I know what I want. I know what I like. I know what I'm willing to do. I know what I'm not willing to do. And I'm also very still open-minded, right? Because you never know what's going to come your way. You can't be like, I never want to date somebody who's, you know, below six feet or who has a kid or, you know, who doesn't like muscle cars or... (laughs) And then you'll end up meeting somebody who has all of that shit. And you're like, oh no, (laughs) but you love them. So none of it matters anymore. Like we can't be super stringent, but like when we truly love ourselves, it makes it hard. It makes it harder for us to not truly love other people as they are. It just does. So work on that, work on the relationships that you have with you constantly. And I'm not just talking about the self-care bits. I'm also talking about like literally healing, literally healing getting that therapist. Maybe you decide that you want to hire a relationship coach. Maybe you've had some trauma in the past and you want to work with somebody who specializes in the type of trauma that you've dealt with. Maybe you have PTSD or you've been through some really abusive relationships. Work on that shit. As a single solopreneur, now is the time. The more healing that you can get, the more growth that you can achieve. I mean, it's all going to benefit your your bottom line, your health, you're going to look different. You're going to feel lighter. Like there is, I just, I really, really recommend it. Okay. And I will say when it comes to pouring into yourself, find people in your social circle on the internet who are pouring into themselves in ways where you're like, damn, I love that. I love how she looks when she's in these outfits and the way that she carries herself. I am not into fashion y'all, but I follow several fashion influencers and shit because I love when they try new clothes on and sometimes it looks good and sometimes it doesn't. And I like that. I love that. It's fun. They enjoy the fashion and it makes me want to enjoy it, which makes me more interested in, in, in caring about my appearance to a degree. 
you know, because I really don't give a fuck about fashion. I'm not going to lie. Like they are clothes, shoes, purses, kind of gals, nails, all that shit. I'm into cars. That's it. And like sunglasses and dogs. Oh, and plants. That's it. I don't really get none of that shit you wear. Right. So, uh, well, sunglasses you wear, but that's it. So I really think you should follow people who make you feel good and who make you want to make you feel good, you know? And they could be entrepreneurs. I recommend having some entrepreneurs. They could be spiritual leaders, thought leaders, authors, influencers, TV show hosts, podcasters, anybody. Watch them. What are they doing? How are they treating themselves? How are they pouring back into themselves? Observe, take note, read their books, check out their memoirs. A lot of people have these essay style books. I love them. I really think it's important for you to immerse yourself around people who are single or who aren't single, who love themselves, especially those who are in busy industries, you know, I think it's really important. So that to me has been crucial on my self healing journey, my self love journey, my single journey, because again, whether there's a person in my life or not romantically, I still have me and I have to work on me. And when I work on me, it literally bleeds into everything that I do in such a profound way in such a profound way. And I think a lot of people think that if they deal with their crap and their neuroses and their past traumas and dramas, that it's just going to bring everything to the surface and make everything so ugly and so unbearable. And then they just don't want to deal with it. But I'm really encouraging you to deal with the shit anyway. I guarantee you it will not muddy everything forever and ever and ever. I can tell you that right now it won't. Everything is fucking temporary. So when you go and you deal with the healing and you're dealing with it and you're truly dealing with it, you will eventually get past it. And you may not fully, you know, there's some things yeah, I, I'm with you. There are some things you may never forget. There are some people you may never truly forgive, but you can move past certain things. And I'm not saying move past like light years past or, you know, <laughs> crossing the ocean past. I, I mean, like moving around it. Uh, maybe I like that better than past it, moving around it, moving past it, moving through it. So you can get to the other fucking side that can happen for you. And a lot of people think that it can't. They're like, no, I'm an entrepreneur. I'm going to work in my business and that's it. Fuck everything else. Fuck everybody else. I'm going to keep going forward. But unfortunately, that's just not like, I think the smartest way to go through things. It's just not. And it's definitely not the most beneficial because the things are going to come up whether you want to deal with them or not. Okay. Let's be real. If you have past trauma, past drama, past things that you've had to deal with, if you're not dealing with them, they're going to keep coming back, right? They say even in relationships, right? Mostly in relationships, if you don't learn the lesson, it'll keep coming back. It'll keep coming back around. So learn the shit, press on, especially when it starts to like affect your business. That's where like, again, having that anchor, it's important. And while you're dealing with this, you know, and you're going through this, have somebody in your circle who can snap your ass back. You need that snapback person. That's like my bonus pro tip here. Have that snapback person. Have that person who's going to be like, hey, look. So ever since you've been talking to so-and-so, this if there's been a there's been a, a disconnect here. I've seen you haven't been posting as much. You haven't been showing up. I haven't seen you go live in ages. What's really good? You have to you have to have a snapback person, someone who's going to call you out, hold you accountable, and make sure that you stay on the straight and narrow. Even if you have to go through a roundabout or something, you got to pull over for a sec. You got to get back on that shit. And you need a person who's somebody in your social circle who cares enough about you 
and your future, your success, your business, your goals, your dreams, your aspirations enough to call you out. You need that. So find who that is. And if you don't have them yet, put that on your to-do list. Find that person. You can get connected with them in so many ways. I promise you it's possible. As solopreneurs and as entrepreneurs, I think we oftentimes get caught in these boxes that we think that we can't get out of, that we're just stuck in these boxes. Like it has to be this way. My trainer, my guru, my teacher, my coach, my mentor did it this way. So I have to do it this way. And I've been like that. Please believe I'm very much that person. If the recipe says two cups, bitch, I'm putting two cups. Like I'm not playing games and ad-libbing this shit because if it doesn't come out right, I'm not going to be the one at fault. I've always been that way. And I'll tell you, if you keep putting yourself in strict boxes, it will come back to bite your ass. You need to be open-minded. So be open-minded. Have that person, get that person. You can get what you want. And maybe you need to work on some of the affirmations. Y'all, if you join the Patreon, I have audio affirmations that you can say. Because a lot of us as solopreneurs, we have the shittiest affirmations or shittiest things that we say around romantic life. Think about it. Think about the shit that you have said about being single as a solopreneur. Oh, I don't have time. Ain't nobody got time for that. These dudes are blank. These females are blank or whatever you say. Hopefully you don't say that. I think it offends a lot of people. Just like, think about it. Think about the shit that you say. It's wild. You have to start paying attention. And if you start really paying, write that shit down, write down what you're saying and really meditate on it and put that on your list of things to work through with whomever you're going to work through it with. You know, think about it. These limiting beliefs that we have over our relationships and our relationship status and our romantic life really need to be talked about. Maybe that's another episode. Maybe that's a Patreon bonus episode. Who knows? But I hope this episode was helpful to you. If you are a single solopreneur, because maybe you just recently went through a breakup, I hope you listen to this. If you know a single solopreneur who recently went through a breakup, have them listen to this. If you know somebody who is just single and a solopreneur, and you want to have some encouragement sent their way, forward this message, this email, this podcast over to them. Send this to them. Let them know what's really good and that there is hope. There's always hope and they can get whatever they want. There are literally no limits. As a solopreneur, the world is your fucking oyster and you have to go out and get it. And you can, you absolutely fucking can. If I have some relationship coach, like resources, I will put them in the show notes as well, or message me on, on Insta and I'll forward you some, if that's something that you want to look into. Um, if there's anything I can do to support, please let me know. Follow me on Instagram at Whitney Danielle Co underscore and follow the show at Network and Spill. Make sure you leave a review. Five stars, por favor. It's really easy. You can do it on Apple Podcasts and now you can do it on Spotify. With that being said, I hope you enjoyed this. If you want to join the Patreon, take a screenshot of this, message me, let me know. I would love to have you in the Patreon just because it's amazing. And um, I'll talk to you more about it later. Just follow me on Insta. You'll find out more information there. With that being said, y'all, have a good one. I'll talk to you next time. Cheers. Hey there, before you go real quick, just want to make sure that I let you know that I would be amiss if I did not offer you something special to go with this podcast episode. Now, as part of my Patreon, you get access to bonus stuff and also early access to my programs and offers. And you typically get something special when you sign up for stuff with me too. But with that being said, right now, at the time of this recording, I have spots open in my one-on-one 90-day intensive coaching program. And this is for folks who are really trying to maximize the results, hit their goals, and have the 
organization and prioritization boundaries and work-life balance that they've never had before. So my application can be found pretty much anywhere, but WhitneyDanielle.com is one of the easier places to find it. Apply. If you have questions, DM me, send me an audio note, let me know. I'm here to help and I'm really excited to see you win in 2022 and beyond. All right. See you next episode. 